Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You are making the world a better place by listening to the Joy of Living podcast. This is your guide to achieving a more purposeful, powerful, and positive life. Join Barry Shore in unlocking the best version of you and becoming happier, healthier, and wealthier. And now, here's your ambassador of joy, Barry Shore. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Maybe you're good-looking, you're always looking for and finding the good, and you have found good because you've consciously and conscientiously tuned into The Joy of Living with your humble host, Barry Shore, and you did this for one reason and one reason only, because you care the most in the entire world about you. And that's wonderful. Why owe you? That's great because when you're the best you, you make the world a better place. You build more bridges. You create more harmony. You create more joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. And right now, I just want to share with you because this show, thank God, is carried around the world. And we have over 325,000 people listening every single show. And what you do is you honor me. I'm humbled by it because you tell friends, family and friends, we have 20, 30, 40,000 additional people every show. So right now you're being joined by 348,613 people around the world, all of whom have tuned in for that one reason. They care about most. You only care about you, which is great because that's what the show is all about. You becoming the best you. And today <laughs> you're going to be transported to another place so that you can really touch the best you. We're bringing on our two amazing uh, Terry and Tom in just a few minutes, and you're gonna it's going to rock your boat. You're going to love it. It'll be so transformational. It's another tea. We'll talk about a lot of teas today. So I just want to urge you again, remember on this show, The Joy of Living with your humble host, Barry Shore, we speak about the three fundamentals of life. And when you work with these three fundamentals, you will be happier, healthier, and wealthier. So these three fundamentals are, number one, life, your life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose-driven life, number two happens. Now, in this case, a good number two, you go MAD. Now, MAD is a wonderful acronym that stands for make a difference. You lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference in the world. And the third fundamental that we work with is uncovering the power and the secrets and the mysteries of everyday words and terms. Simplest example, right now, this show is being carried worldwide over the internet. If you ask anybody, what does WWW stand for? And very good attached to the internet. Factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for 
what a wonderful world. And what a, is a word, right? W-H-A-T-A. And whenever you hear that opening bars of that song, you know that song, What a Wonderful World. Thank you, Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, for enabling that song to go viral and touch not just tens of millions or hundreds of millions, but billions of people around the planet know that song, What a Wonderful World. When you hear the opening bars, what do you do right away? You can't help it. You smile. <laughs> it's a wonderful world. And smile is one of the most important words you've had internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life because smile stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. Now, thank God I'm speaking to people again in person. No masks. That whole thing is gone. And recently I spoke to a great crowd, 1,173 people, not a mask in the house, just talking, sharing, hugging, all kinds of things. I'm telling the story about Barry Shore. I'm talking about smiles, seeing miracles in life every day. People raising their hands say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, I've been up for hours already. I've seen the miracles. And I asked them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you stand still? I can't do that. Can you walk? I can barely do that. You have water, drink, you have food to eat, you have a place to sleep, family, friends. Every single one of those is a miracle. And what's the proof? Simplest proof. A million plus people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. By definition, if you're watching or listening, you didn't. If we have an obligation to live life to the full, live exuberantly. So let me tell you a quick story. Again, thank God most everybody here, hundreds of thousands of people know the story, but you brought your friends. So we're doing this for your friends. Imagine Hale and Hardy, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound, and that evening being in the hospital totally, completely paralyzed. That was me. Not an automobile accident, not a spinal injury, a rare disease which I never heard of the day before took over my body and rendered me something called a quadriplegic, which means that from my neck down, nothing on my body moved. Nothing. All I could do was blink my eyes to communicate. I was 144 days in the hospital. I was in a hospital bed in my own home for two years. I couldn't turn over by myself. Four years in a wheelchair. I had braces on both my legs, from my hips to my ankles, and that was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven-foot walking one. So I'm a triped, not a biped. I still can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself. And I've helped 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice, positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, all because of this one word, smile, seeing miracles in life every day. I got to tell you a quick story. <laughs> My eight-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago. And she says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? And I thought about it. Smile, smile, sounds the same. Why not? I asked her, how come? She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes. What was she doing? She was creating the kind of world she wants to live in. Now, create is a fabulous acronym. It stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. We're going to rethink a lot of stuff when we bring on Terry and Tom in just a few minutes. Rethinking. It's all about how you shift your perspective. Now, working with people over many, many years, thousands of people, sometimes, I don't know why, but many, most people drop the F and shift and they get the other stuff. But you got to keep your Fs in place, shift perspective. And you're going to learn the six most important words that you'll ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in life because these words are choice, not chance, determines your destiny. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. So before we bring on wonderful... Terry and Tom, I'm going to urge everybody to use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day from now and the rest of your life. Because if you do this, you'll make life better for you, your family, your friends, and all living beings. And these two words are 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama has been quoted as saying, I read in his writings, be kind whenever possible. And as he says, with a twinkle in his eye, it's always possible. So imagine you go into your coffee shop and you order your fancy latte and some, you sit down, somebody brings it to you. Say, thank you. you. Go to the coffee shop, you order a fancy latte, you sit down, a few minutes go by, nobody brings it to you. You walk up to the counter and they say, oh, I'm sorry, we forgot, we're busy, we'll bring it to you. Sit down, a couple of minutes go by, somebody brings you, still say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop, it's raining out, somebody holds the door open for you. You say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop, it's raining and somebody slams the door on you. You say, Thank you. You're stuck in traffic. You're late for an appointment. Somebody cuts you off. You say, thank you. You get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say, thank you. To harmonize and network kindness. Kind is a fabulous acronym. It stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. I can't think of two people that I would love to share with that inspire noble deeds every single day. Then amazing, wonderful Tom and fabulous Terry. Tom and Terry, TT, please say hello to 348, no, we're up to 363,000 people around the world. Good morning, everybody. Great to be here. Howdy, everyone from uh, the Boston area. So please excuse my accent. I think that's going to translate for me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So these two beings, I don't want to just call them guys. These two beings deal in something that is absolutely wondrous because they are able to unite and work with together deep science and remarkable, what we call metaphysical mysteries. So when <laughs> you get a combination like that, especially with a, guy who was a cop from Bill Ricca and a guy who was in the, who was a police force in the Midwest. And you got a, this guy in the Henderson, Nevada, and we're talking to people around the world, just going to jump right in and start talking about the ability to use deep science and what we call metaphysical mysteries and how that relates to, remember, talking to just one person out of these hundreds of thousands, how does that help remove negative energies in the world because there are some how do we bring forth joy happiness peace and love who wants to go first tom or terry yeah we'll let terry kick it off <laughs> <laughs> that's like jumping out of a plane without a parachute terry can lead off. yeah so no problems uh yeah you know what we do is study some of the ancient mystical things that people have said for eons of time uh, additionally, you know, we look at um, ancient texts and so forth. What were these mystics saying? And then bring it all the way forward to the most modern, even quantum physics in some cases. What do we know now versus what were they saying then? And we try to take that and see what we can do to bring those concepts together and use it for health, healing, uh, and that sort of thing. So changing energies is, for the most part, to cut right to the chase is about intention, your intention, uh, your mental intention. Many of these things that people talk about in the metaphysical world 
is our mind games. They're all about being able to utilize your mind and focus your energy. Um, that's easier said than done, as many people have found. Uh, but, you know, some people are a little more gifted in that area than others. And um, they go to work in some particular area uh, that's of interest to them. And uh, so we explore that with researchers, authors, uh, ourselves, of course, um, even all the way to ghost hunters uh, and, uh, you know, psychics, mediums, that sort of thing as well. Uh, and that brings us to a, a new understanding of these kinds of energies and what we can do to help. And, and really, it's kind of bridging that gap so people can understand what's out there, what it really means, and not the woo-woo, but... Oh, I'm glad you said that magical word. Two words: woo woo. We're out. We're we're we love woo woo, but we're avoiding woo woo so we can talk about science-based situations because people tune in to the joy of living because we discuss on this show stress-free life. Isn't that amazing? How to relieve the stress in your life? And what I'd like to do is throw something back now, right to Tom. Thank you, wonderful Terry. And say, Tom, I'm going to throw you a curveball. You ready, kid? Sure thing. Let's talk about theta waves. Now, theta, by the way, is spelled T-H-E-T-A, theta waves. Let's discuss that. So we look at the different brain wave states within the human brain, and different things occur at different levels. And so we want to get to a level where we can access the energetic fields and so theta allows for some of that to occur because you start to, you know, if you use the Star Trek analogy, it's almost like having the mind melt kind of thing <laughs> into other fields. And so you want to have, the lack of better, the key to the door, if you will. And so if you can shift your brain into that state, then you can have better access to these higher level opportunities of your life. So again, look at, listen to what Tom just said. It's all about shift. Now, they said you got to be careful when you say the word shift to pronounce that F because the other stuff happens. And you don't get your theta waves unless you have a good shift. And again, people, I'll just mention to you the most commonly searched word on the Internet, pre-COVID and now post, is the word stress because it affects everybody, right? Let's be blunt. Stress in your health, stress and effects on the body and such like that. So let's go back to you, wonderful Terry, and talk to us. You said you're right. Easier said than done. Can you share with us one or two practical things that either you and Tom have either found out and use or you personally, something that you know people, that they use a technique that's rec really practical, Anybody in the world can use, whether you're in Bangladesh or you're in Boston or you're in Baton Rouge, that you can use right now. Can you share something with us that can really make a difference? Well, you know, stress is a good thing and a bad thing. If you've got a dinosaur going to bite your head off, stress to get out of there, fight or flight, is a good thing. Uh, stress, if you are perceiving life in a way that is not healthy and you continue to put the stressors on your body, then that's that's not good. Uh, one of the things uh, Tom and I both both have taught for 30 years is uh, the dive rescue world. Uh, these are police fire divers that have gone underwater, to, you know, to do high stress situations. And one of the things that we have taught is stress inoculation. And stress inoculation is where you basically build up a, a level of 
comfort or immunity, as some people would call it, to high-stress situations. So like a scuba diver, for an example, if that individual is had his air cut off one time, he's probably panicked, his heart rate goes up, stress is terrible, cut it off a thousand times, and he's bored out of his skull. I always tell my students, I want you bored out of your skull every time you come across a high-stress situation, whether you're entangled, trapped on the bottom, uh, what should go through your head is, well, Terry's done this to me before, and I've survived, so this is pretty boring. I'll get myself out of it. And so stress inoculation, there's some techniques involved with that, but we can stress inoculate ourselves on many fronts. That's just one. I mean, you take the Navy SEALs and so forth. They're stress inoculized for, you know, high-speed, low-drag operations. I mean, the first time you jump out of an airplane, you're pretty stressed. About the thousandth time, it's fun, and it's not so stressful. It's enjoyable. And this is where we have to look at our perception of the things that are coming at us on a daily basis and go, wait a minute, hold on a minute. Who's assigning the stress to this? Is it the outside world or is it me? And then if I do a one to 10 scale, what is this to me? 10, I'm crazy out of my mind with stress or one, I'm about to fall asleep. And we get to decide if it's a five. Well, if it's a five, who assigned it? I did. If it's a five, could it be a four? Well, sure. Could it be a three? Yeah. Can I get it down to a two or one? Sure, because you know what? You control the dials. You dial it up or you dial it down. It's all in your perception. So then let's just begin. First of all, huge SI. We love it. Stress inoculation. It's much better than anything else that's been administered in the past couple of years that can help save your life. This is the kind of inoculation you want. Uh, it's so positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, what you just said. Because like you mentioned, who controls the dials? (laughs) Once you shift your perspective and recognize that you control the dials, then that stress level can be reduced or increased, depending, like you said, flight or fight. But the reality is that it's on me. Is that not true? I mean, we're dealing here in a word with me, Number one, by the way, everything is so important here. People are writing down, said, all you have to do is go to my website, www.whatawonderfulworld.barryshore.com. You don't have to write anything down. Everything about wonderful Terry and about Tom, which is amazing, by the way, just their bios. If I start telling you their bios, we take up the rest of the show. So I'm not going to do all that. But suffice to say, they know what they're talking about. Just go to my website. All the information is there. So just lean in and, like he said, enjoy. Don't get bored. Because this is stuff that will keep you going and such like that. But you don't have to write everything down. But he just opened up the world to us. I'm going to use a word right now that I'm going to throw back to Tom. Because, again, you guys have been in law enforcement, which if you talk about those two words, law enforcement, I don't think there's a more stressful occupation that exists. And, again, you've been in firefighting, do EMTs, all the – Let's be blunt. Unless you're in combat zone, this is the highest stress situation. And by definition, almost, you're in the combat zone every day, <laughs> right? Now, I want before I ask Tom to speak on that, I want to bring it down to the most practical level of something, and that is being in traffic. Remember before we I introduced everybody, say, so, you know, you're in, stuck in traffic, somebody cuts you off, you say thank you, as opposed to road rage, Right. The ability to control the dial 
is what makes puts a smile on your face. I'm looking at Tom and Terry right now. So if you're only listening, I'm telling you, they're both smiling. But if you're not, and if you are watching, you're seeing they're smiling, you know, because they get the gig. They understand it's all in my hand. This is called wisdom. Wisdom. So I'm just going to throw back to you, wonderful Tom. Can you speak to us about this, these stressful situations that you've been in or you know about people? And what can people do on a regular daily basis to make sure that they understand they have the dial and they can use it? Yeah, I find it kind of simple. As you said, I've done all three of those jobs, law enforcement, paramedic, and fire service. And what I found that works for me, kind of an extension of what Terry said about whose measuring stick are you using, is what's within my control and what's outside of my control. That whole adage of, you know, if it's not mine, leave it alone type thing. And I keep it really simple when I do my clinical work with folks. It all comes down to choice. You know, I worked with a medic that was really beating himself up, a hard charge and hardcore hospital-based system. And one day I sat down with him and he, we laugh about it now. He's, I said, do you want to know what's wrong? He's like, no. I go, it's your choice. What do you want to focus on? And so I do this experiment uh, in classes with kids. I ask people to hold up their two index fingers, one, one inch off your tip of your nose. So one right here and the other one stretch oh, out. Your oh, I was putting it up my nose. Okay. <laughs> little kids that do that to me. Your other round, stick it out as far as you can. And when you do that, make the finger close to your nose, clear in your vision. Don't, don't keep your hands where they were. Put your other hand big out straight. So just like this, you should look like this right now. Make the finger close to your nose, clear in your vision. And when you do so, what does the other finger look like in the background? Don't right. move. Now, keeping your hand still, look at the finger far away. Make that clear. When you do so, what does the finger close to your nose look like? And so the messaging in a real simple way is, what you choose to focus on will become your reality. They both coexist. Which one you want to pick? Your choice. So remember, uh, before I introduce these two amazing men who are going to take us ghost hunting in a little bit. <laughs> so get ready. Buckle up, everybody. We talked about the six most important words that you could ever utilize, internalize, and leverage in your life. And they are choice, not chance, determines your destiny. It's your choice. I love that when you said you talk to this high charging uh, EMT. I mean, that word charging is so interesting. <laughs> By the way, uh, this is inside baseball stuff, what I just did, because this is called Boston accent. You know, he, <laughs> if the San Diego Chargers ever were, were in Boston, became the Boston Chargers, they'd be spelling it <laughs> C-H-A-H. You know, it's, it's wonderful. Charger. Yeah. So it's the choice. What do you choose to focus on? So we choose to focus on removal of negative energies. Now, as you said, Terry, easier said than done. But I'd like you to talk about, let, I'm going to give you a situation. I don't even know if this occurred, but you mentioned beautifully uh, scuba diving. Now, scuba is a great acronym, by the way, right? Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Right. Now, we all live in what I call the scuba, where self-contained above oh, scuba, water breathing apparatus. That's us. You know, so if you, what happens in, in a situation where we're breathing and we're alive, we need to be calm and aware. And you go underneath the water 
10 meters, 20 meters, 30 meters or more, and you're breathing nicely because you've been instructed by Terry, and all of a sudden, you're not breathing. So the natural thing to do is, ah! <laughs> but if you've been trained, and now you have what we call stress inoculation, you say, oh, okay, I know what to do. I do A, B, C. So just let's take us out of the water, Terry, put us above the water, and stuff happens. Stuff. Because everybody has stuff in their life. Hello, Barry Shaw, standing up in the morning, paralyzed in the evening. I mean, that would you call that stuff, wouldn't you? You know, yeah, stuff. And, I, <laughs> and talk about, so I had stress inoculation because I was 55 years in the planet by that time and been working and studying what we're talking about right now for dozens of years. But still, human, hello, what's going on? So give us some practical things that you've either worked with, taught in schools, or taught to some of the people that you trained in being above water, breathing apparatus. That's us. And, and what we can do. Well, you know, starting below water, what do we teach them? How to breathe. And above water, it's the same thing. You can control a great amount of stress with how you breathe. Have you ever seen people hyperventilate? They're doing the little dog pant. Uh, and it, it really wraps them up pretty quickly. Learning to breathe that slow, deep breath, take the stress out of the body. It makes your mind clearer and you can make better judgment decisions. So breathing, just like underwater, controlled, understood. When you come into a high stress position uh, above water, you know, you clearly want to take time to just deep breathe and start to let that stress start to melt away, uh, and then make decisions based on some rational input that you have. Um, stressors can be all kinds of things. Everything, somebody holding a gun against your forehead, that could be a stressor if you've never had that. <laughs> wait a minute, wait and, a minute. I, just, I gotta you know, put you on just for a moment, because that, that's too much fun. I mean, you and Tom have been in those situations. You've seen yeah. that, you know, but that, that's not what we call everyday life. I just wanna say, you said it so, calmly because you've been in those situations and you were able to breathe and then use the mind so that you can be with us today. Yeah, absolutely. I should have died so many times. I can't even tell you. Uh, I should have died in many different circumstances, but I knew I never was going to. My mind was set. I'm not going to die today. I'm survival. Um, I'm going to do the right things at the right time. We're going to do them step by step, bring a little calm to the storm, you know, and they used to teach that in the police academies. Well, you know, when you walk through and wearing the Smokey Bear hat, and you walk into a bar fight, that's supposed to be bringing the calm to the storm. You're supposed to be the calm, cool, collected one. How do you do that? You by overexposure to those situations over and over again, where you come out successful, 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 and then it becomes pretty routine. Uh, it's when people have not been exposed to something that's uh, new to them. And there's wiring in the brain, and Tom will talk a little bit about that, I'm quite sure, uh, that, you know, we have myelin pathways within the brain. And, and the thicker they get, the quicker we respond in a proper fashion. Uh, however, if it's something new, then you can get into the panic mode. Your, your mind just doesn't know which way to take it, which road do I take? 
you know, and they can go directly into the panic mode. And that is where the heart rate increases, manual dexterity decreases. And the next thing you know, you're doing things that are counterproductive to your survival and or uh, just being happy for the day. It can be as simple as that, you know, it can be as simple. Let's talk on that high note of being happy in the day. And Mm -hmm. we will give it back now to Tom. So I just want to make mention, you talked about the myelin pathways. So I am very empathetic when you talk about myelin pathways. Myelin, by the way, everybody should know. Again, you go back to the site because you're going to want to listen to this again and share this with people. I mean, this is so much fun. Myelin, M-Y-E-L-I-N. I'm going to make the analogy. It's You have a lamp and a cord. You plug it into the wall. So the rubber around the wire is called the myelin sheath because if the rubber wasn't there and you touch another wire to it's plugged in, you get, ah, short circuit. So I'm going to expose everybody or inform everybody that what happened to me, I have something called Guillain-Barre syndrome. Guillain-Barre syndrome, GBS for the cognoscentes, means that the myelin sheath in my body were interrupted. That's what Guillain-Barre does. It's called French polio, same thing, ideas, polio. You You cut the myelin sheath, and all of a sudden, Barry Shaw can't move. I mean, all of a sudden completely, totally paralyzed in a matter of an hour or two. Just, that's it. Hello, new world. (laughs) What do you do now? So, yes, I know a little bit about myelin pathways and panic and such, but thank God I didn't. I didn't. I was calm. Now, could I have done something else? No, because I couldn't move, but that's another story. (laughs) But I was calm in my mind. You said something genius, and I'm going to give it to Tom. My mind was set. So in the world that we're talking about, we're calling, what is your mindset? If your mindset is, no matter the situation, I am in control, I am calm, I have the dial. Okay, things might get out of here. I have no idea what's going to go on. So, Tom, here we go. We're back to you in the volleyball court. Something new happens you haven't seen before. Oh, my gosh. And you're fighting a fire. It's six stories, and things are happening. People are jumping out of the building, and... Ah, what do you do when it's new? So the first thing your brain's going to do is run through its file cabinet and see if there's anything close enough that it can relate to to pull forward to help you through the scenario. The next thing you do, if it's not there, then just take a breath. There was a whole thing we used to teach in diving that don't overreact to stop, think, and act. Big difference. Can you say it again? Sure. Don't react necessarily. Stop think, and then act. So make it a purposeful decision, not something that you're just relying on that may or may not be helpful to you in the past. And the way you can prepare for a lot of these things, and they've done lots of studies with sports plays and such, is just visualization. In your mind, just put yourself in that scenario and plan for the outcome that you want and just practice it in your mind. And they actually found folks that improved their skill set in sports without ever actually practicing physically just by that whole mental rehearsal. So it's no different with life challenges. Put them in your mind, play it out, and where do you want to take it? And you win. (laughs) This is so wonderful because, again, remember the six words. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. And as an extension of that, what we do and we teach, we work with people, it's how you respond in any given situation. 
that will determine what stress level you're going to be at, what you're going to do. And it's not react, as, as uh, Tom just pointed out. The most important thing is four, word, four letters. We love four-letter words, by the way. S-T-O-P. First thing is stop. So because in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, we lose a lot of four-letter words. Love, life, hope, grow, free, gift, play, pray, swim, stop. <laughs> stop is one of the most important because when you stop, as you said, and you visualize, think of yourself as Tom Brady. You know, two minutes left to go in the game, you're down, and you're down in the, in the other end of the field. He has done things so many times. I'm doing this because we're from Boston. And such, uh, that he visualized the drive. And by the way, I know this. So I, I spoke to him about this. That's another story. He visualized the drive and he visualized the winning throw and he visualized the game. Mm-hmm. He did that in a matter of, he said, less than 30 seconds because all he had. But he, he visualized the positive purposeful, powerful, and what came out, pleasant outcome. So on that high note, before we go to ghost hunting with these two amazing people who are sharing with us these fabulous, amazing insights, we're going to go to a quick commercial break because people love the show and they love to advertise and we love you to use their products as a great product. So we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. Buckle up. There's more of Terry and Tom on the other side of this. Opportunity, what an opportunity. I'm going to use two four-letter words right now. Free gift, free gift. Yes, you can have a copy of my best-selling book, The Joy of Living, How to Slay Stress and Be Happy, the ebook version for absolutely free. All you have to do is send an email to me, Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, at barryshore.com and in the heading, the subject line, just write free gift. (laughs) It's as easy as that. This is a life-changing, life-enhancing opportunity. Barry at barryshore.com. You'll be glad you did. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Free gift. Do it now. Take the action. Make it happen right now. Best wishes. Bye. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we found good, double good, double, double, double. Our cup runneth over with good. It's Terry and Tom, and we're discussing the abilities for you to own your dial, to make sure that panic doesn't enter your life because you trained yourself to be able to live with choice, not chance. Whether you're underwater and your scuba equipment doesn't work anymore, or you're above water and somebody has a gun to your head, or just in traffic, <laughs> or they didn't bring your latte in time. It's up to you to choose your your um, level of stress, because we know stress affects the body. We're talking about negative stress on a continuing, ongoing basis. Let's talk about the Bible. <laughs> How's that for a segue? And let's talk about ghosts. Ghosts are mentioned in the Bible. Let's talk about ghost hunting, because I know both of you do this. Um, I'm certainly all ears, and I'm eager to hear. Who wants to go first, Tom or Terry? 
Well, Terry does the hunting. I just have them come and visit me periodically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Terry. Come on. By the way, Terry's, as everybody will know, go to my website, www.barryshaw.com. Terry's family name is True Blood, which is a great name in itself, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, let's go. What do you do when you go ghost hunting, Terry? Well, first, I'm going to back up, and you're using the time Tom Brady analogy. I'm sorry. I got to go with Aaron Rodgers. I'm here from the Midwest, and <laughs> have somewhere to understand. He's quite a metaphysical guy himself, so there you go. I'm sure he visualizes the same. So, all right. Now that that's a go pack go after that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and so, you know, I the way I got into this thing was towards the end of my uh, state law enforcement career, uh, people would ask me to um, – check out on some issues they'd had, uh, what would people would call ghosts in, in their houses or businesses or whatever the case may be. And uh, so I got involved and I, and I even asked, I said, well, what the heck are you calling me for? I, that's not my gig. They said, well, you're the only guy we know that would know how to proceed on something like this. And with a little uh, assistance from a friend, uh, we were able to do some successful removals uh, in in some of the businesses, houses, and whatnot. By, by the way, just going to put a pause to unpack something. You did successful removals. In other words, there was a or several ghosts inhabiting a particular physical location. Yeah, and let me let me go to this. There is, I'm going to make it easy. Two different kinds of dead folks. About estimated 85% are the kind that kind of go through the light. You always hear the story going towards the light and that sort of thing. And then there's roughly maybe estimated 15% that don't. Um, so where are they at? Well, they're kind of in the in-between or some people call it the gray. Other people have other names for it. I don't care what acronym, whatever you put to it. It doesn't matter. Um, but they're the things that go bump in the night, or what we would call ghosts. So, and then there's a difference between ghosts and demons. Uh, demons is, are a more sophisticated energy. And these are all energies because we are all energy. We just happen to be uh, inhabiting a bag of bones right now, either as a male or a female. And your your um, race happens to be what you chose. You know, whether you're white, black, uh, Asian, it doesn't matter. You know, you've been at all, all that before. So uh, you chose this. And um, I think we're quite By the way, this is also wonderful. I mean, we're talking about choice, not chance. Yeah. We're, what you're making a statement right now is so remarkable that I need to remark on it. In other words, whatever physical body you inhabit and whatever it looks like in any dimension is what you have chosen as your vehicle. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. Good. Now, I just want to say also, you mentioned there's something called ghost, and we'll call them the 15%. We'll call them shades because they're they're not at the light. Right. And then there's things called demons, but they're all... They're all energy forces. By the way, the the acronym that we use for love, another wonderful four-letter word, is living on vibrant energy. Yes, living on vibration. Thing. That's us. Absolutely. Okay. And vibrant uh, relates to vibration. That's where you get right. the term. And that's key because this is all about vibration, sound and light vibration. And these entities are just of a lower vibration. Love is the overpowering force throughout the universe. Simple as that. And if you're able to apply that force through a focused means, high vibration will always dissipate low vibration. 
And ultimately, that's what you're doing. You're taking high vibration, pushing low vibration out. That's how illnesses are fixed and, you know, so on and so forth. And likewise, when these folks that are in the 15 percentile are be bopping around, uh, they usually have some communication they want to make with you. They, they, they have something to say, something to do, or something they want to fool around with. It doesn't matter, but they have a reason for not transferring. And some are just scared to death they're going to go to hell, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, whether you believe in hell or you don't believe in hell, they believe it, and that's what's important. Remember, you're in control. Even when you're dead, uh, the body is just, a, like I say, a bag of bones you happen to hold on to for, what, 80 or 90 years, and, and that's it. And you drop it, and you're back into your energy form that you were before you ever came in. So if we address these uh, individuals as individuals without a body, uh, that gives us a, a sense of what they want, what they're trying to accomplish. And then we can either assist them or uh, instruct them that uh, this is not the place or the time to do that. And then what a lot of people ultimately get to is opening a vortex. And this is a mind game. And, and they open a vortex to allow them to flow through and get onto the other side. As long as they understand they're not going to get burned up, they're not going to, you know, uh, something bad's not going to happen to them that's when they'll move. And that gets into a whole psychic mediumship thing. Okay, well, let's and, just pause there yeah, for the moment. Pause um, on that. Yeah, for sure. Let me ask you this question. First of all, again, everybody needs to listen to this again and then share this with at least five friends. That's it. I didn't say 500. You wanted that fine, but at least five. Everybody here that will have over a million and a half people watching, listening. You mentioned the word vortex. I mean, First of all, what a great word, right? V-O-R-T-E-X. You got a V for vibration. You get an X because X is one of those interesting letters in the alphabet that has, we don't know what it is even. And I'm talking to guys that live their life in this earth in the most, how should we say it, uh, positive scientifically based world. They're police people, they're fire people, they're scuba teachers. They, they know what has to be done because it's real. We're not talking the other stuff, we're talking real. The ability to communicate with a non-physical being which has a lower energy than you do, so therefore there should be no, you can't be frightened of it, because you are at a higher level. I'm, I'm making that statement. I, I hope I'm correct. And you are now able to help that one or two, whatever the number is, get through a particular place. We'll call it the eye of the needle, just for the analogy, through the, at vortex. It could be to them, it's, it's you know a five-lane highway, but called it the eye of the needle. But you're the one who can help create a vortex that can enable somebody to move on. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, hello. And again, we're talking to guys who have lived through on a regular basis, life and death situations and instruct people. We're not talking to a, the, you know, the, the come and listen to me and I'll do a reading for you. I want to emphasize that to everybody. You got to go to the website and look at who these guys are. Uh, Tom, so you said you've been mostly a bystander on some of these things, but you've been next to Terry when he's been involved with this stuff. Oh yeah. It's an entertaining time when you go to dinner with Terry, let me tell you. 
We'll be, <laughs> we'll be sitting there ordering food and the waiter or waitress will come up and he goes, I got a message for you. And they'll just look at him and he'll spit something out. And next thing you know, they're crying and because it's dead on. And I'm like, hey, if you want to give them the message, great. Let's get our order in first and then give the message. And it'd be a much better deal for us. But, you know, I've watched <laughs> So wait a minute. We're talking about, I think, we're talking about the power of believing in God. We're talking about understanding that God is real. The Bible is a communication situation. Um, and you're talking about the real existence of a spiritual life. Am I correct? Yeah, and I let people define God to their need. Right. There's many different versions of it. If you look at the different religious factions and I find a lot of people today don't identify as religious as much as they identify as spiritual. So however they want to define that, I just keep it simple. I just keep saying it's above my pay grade. That's where I put it. <laughs> and, it go, and the good news is you're not dyslexic. Not that I'm aware of. Right. Well, um, I want to go back to this point of ghost hunting when you started, because we have other things. How does mediumship, which is what you're talking about, right? Mediumship. Mm -hmm. How does mediumship work on a human basis? Basically, you have to look at it this way. Um, if the folks on the other side have a very high vibration, it's way up here. And, you know, we're here in the physical world. They have to lower their vibration a little, and we have to raise ours a little, meet in the middle. That's middle medium. That's where the name comes from, you see? And so you have to be able to turn your vibration on when you're in body to bring it up. They're lowering theirs, and then there's a point where you can find communication. And when they talk about reading or or tuning into somebody. It's like the old radio dials. Some of us are old enough to remember that. You know, oh my gosh, you're, you're, you're seeing my gray beard and my white, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And so you can turn it and tweak it to try to get it just so, and you're actually doing that with your mind. Because people say, how do you tune into one versus another? Well, it's, I told you at the beginning, this is mind games. You've gotta be able to control your mind. And that comes back to being calm, being, you know, very functional. And then you can tune into a particular entity that may wish to speak. Now, remember, I, when I would get some message for somebody, um, they would oftentimes ask me, well, why would you get a message from my father? And I'd say, listen, imagine being out in the desert. There's nothing out there. But you see a phone booth out there. Okay. Uh oh, wait a minute. You just said something that nobody can relate to yet. If they're under the age of 22, a phone booth? <laughs> yeah, phone booth, yes. Look Hello? at that. What is that? Google it. <laughs> so, yeah, imagine a phone booth out in the desert. There's nothing else out there. It's And what do you do? When you go to the phone booth, you pick up the phone and you dial friends or family. I tell them, I'm just a phone booth. That's it. So if there's somebody nearby, that wishes to make a call to you, and they use me as the phone booth, I won't have no idea what they're talking about. You know, if I just blurt out some particular uh, statement, it will make no sense to me. And oftentimes, I, you, a lot of people who have that ability are reluctant 
to, to speak it because it sounds so silly to them, but it means the world to this individual when you say something. Um, and I have many cases like that, you know, and, and it's kind of fun. And when I teach students um, that want to get into that a little bit, I don't, you know, have to be world-class at it. You can be pretty good at it if you wish. I tell them, you know, let's go to a restaurant and sit down and order some food. And, you know, at that point, you'll have people that are around that you can kind of tune into, so to speak. And um, you're going to feel all kinds of vibes, especially with your wait staff that's coming by. And you can ask permission, hey, I'm teaching a class. Would you mind if they attempted to read you? And they're usually, oh, my God, that would be so much fun. Yeah, I'd love to. You know, we'll just go about your duties and we'll, you know, we'll see. And then eventually a few minutes later, they may come back and they'll have written down some notes that they had. And I would have them, you know, ask the wait staff, hey, is, does this make sense? This makes sense. And then they'll say yes or no. It'll help them confirm what they're getting. And and that way they learn how to tune those dials a little bit on the other side. Okay, so let's, let's do the following. I want to unpack a few things here because, again, just in terms of audience, 80-plus uh, percent of the listening audience under the age of 35. So sure. we're, we're presuming that everybody knows what a radio looks like with dials. And if you don't, do a search. <laughs> there you go. The whole idea of radio itself with waves bringing in stations is the greatest analogy because it it defies understanding. In other words, radio was only brought into the world. It always existed. I mean, the, the, those radio waves are always there. They've been there for thousands and thousands of years. And some people throughout those thousands of years could tune in to those radio waves and get themselves to a point where they were at medium, and I love how you express that, because now it makes more sense to me also, and you, the the ability to get in tune with those waves, so you become the medium, you're just a passageway, you're the phone in the desert, and there's nothing to be afraid of, on the contrary, you may be channeling what we'll call wisdom. In other words, the ability to communicate non-verbally, which is using your mind, am I correct? correct? Using your mind, and I just made up a new acronym for mind, which is making insightful, necessary determinations. That's what your mind is, right? So your mind now becomes that mechanism that is capable of dealing with what other people would call a fourth dimension, a different dimension. It's a wave-like dimension, no different than the waves of the ocean, right? And if you can surf in the waves of the ocean or swim in the waves of the ocean, then you can do this. Tom, is, am I, what, and what I'm saying, is that correct in your experience? Absolutely. All the information is out there. It's like your old radio with the transistors. You know, for Terry's time, it was tubes, but... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I do a whole riff on tubes. We'll talk about that in another time. Go ahead. But at any given time, all this information is floating around out there, and it's just having the right receiver to pull down the one you want to listen to. Right? What what genre do you want to pick? And that's really what this is all about. And, and by the way, the, the guys have, and well, again, you go to the website, you'll see they have a fabulous podcast, a great website. I mean, this is this is really enlivening 
interesting, fun. Now, by the way, we use four-letter words. I even use the four-letter F-U word, and I do it because of the shock value, and it's fun. But the four-letter F-U word that we use on our show is fun. F-U, capital N, capital N. You say, what are you talking about? Fun is only spelled with three letters, not in our world. We just went to the fourth dimension. And it's spelled, you know, F-U, capital N, capital N. So after the show, when you see your family and friends, I want you to point your finger and tell everybody, F-U, everybody. But you got to add right away, capital N, capital N. So what are you talking about? So well, I listened to Barry Shore, The Joy of Living, and he had on this guy named Terry and a guy named Tom, and they're talking about medium and communicating and but what's going on here? Well, go to the website, www.barryshore.com and find out and share the podcast. It's absolutely wonderful. So I have three quick questions for you guys. It's hard to even say this, but our time is uh, three quick questions. You ready? Sure thing. Okay. Question number one. Will you come back again? Absolutely. Sure. Okay. Number two. Are you ready? You're each going to get... 66 seconds to answer this. That's all. Terry, what is your most fervent desire? I think to empower people and let them understand how powerful they really are and who they really are. Um, they're a little piece of little piece of God. And the creator begats little creators, just like a zebra begats little zebras and oak trees begat little oak trees. And they need to understand that because once they get it, they're in the driver's seat. Good. And wonderful, Tom, what is your most fervent desire? I think simplicity of life. I have one rule I've had since I was very young, that every day I'll make one person smile. And if I can do that, it's a win for the day. Anything beyond that's a bonus. I love it. He's into SMILE, which stands for, of course, seeing miracles in life every day, which he did. You got to. If you're in law enforcement, you have to have your eyes open to see the miracles. A lot of other stuff out there, right? Absolutely. Keep your mind in the right vibration. All right, number three, may I give you a hug in front of 367,823 people around the world? Yes? Are you ready? Sure On that. the count of three. One, two, three. <laughs> And you have tuned in, tuned in. You got your medium dial all set to the joy of living with your own post, Barry Shore. And you're here for one reason, one reason only, because you care the most in the entire world about you. And that's what the show was all about today. You fine-tuning your mind and your ability to use choice, not chance, in the world. And that will help you determine your destiny. Remember, we work with the three fundamentals of life. Number one, life. Your life has purpose. You lead a purpose of your life. You go mad. Mad stands for make a difference. Number three, unlock the power and the sequence of everyday words and terms like we've been discussing with wonderful Tom and Terry. And when you do this, when you get in the right frequency, guess what? You'll be happier, healthier, and wealthier, just like we've been discussing. I guarantee it. Or your money back. And when you remember this, listen to www. What a wonderful world. When you hear that song, what do you do right away? You smile. Smile stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Or as my eight-year-old niece says, seeing miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you want to live in. Causing rethinking and they belong all to excel. Rethinking. We've been discussing with Tom and Terry all about mindset. 
It's how you approach things so you can live in a calm, wonderful, positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant way. And then, of course, you use a lot of four-letter words when you're talking to people. Love, life, hope, free, gift, mind, play, pray, swim, calm. Use the four-letter F-U word. Tell everybody, F-U, capital N, capital N. And then, of course, use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day, every single day for the rest of your life. Just like Tom said, going to cause somebody to smile. Say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks, Dan, so to harmonize and network kindness. Everyone, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Therefore, be kind always. <laughs> And wonderful Terry and Tom, we're going to have you back again soon because this is a mind experience, mind experience, expanding experience. And we thank you ever so much. So don't go away. We're going to save the little the outro, and we'll be right back after this. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Joy of Living podcast. Now that's another step towards your healthier, happier, and wealthier life. Never hesitate to do good in the world, no matter what the situation. Join us for another upbeat discussion next time at BarryShore.com. And be sure to leave a rating and subscribe to the show to get more conversations like this. And remember to share it with your family and friends, too. See you on the next episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.